0: Welcome to Restaurant Influencers presented by Entrepreneur. My name is Sean Walchat, founder of Cali BBQ and Cali BBQ Media in life, in the restaurant business and in the new creator economy. We learn through lessons and stories. I want to give a special shout out to Toast, our primary technology partner at our barbecue restaurants. They power so many of the restaurants that we have on this show. Thank you for believing in hospitality and thank you for giving us the opportunity to have Badass guests like we have today. Today's guest is Jason Udria. You can find him at J Udria underscore. You can find his world's sickest pizza joint, Pizza HQ underscore, on Instagram as well. Jason, what's up, man? Welcome to the show.
1: What's up, on, Sean? Awesome to be here, man. Appreciate it.
0: So, favorite random question Where in the world is your favorite stadium, stage, or venue? So
1: I'm an East coast guy, uh, candidly, I'm not a huge sports fan. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with MSG here. Uh, you know, I mean, MSG is MSG, right. It's, uh, you know, been to a few concerts there growing up and whatnot and then I mean, you, you can't go wrong. Uh, with
0: that answer, <laughs> okay, we're going. Uh, we're going MSG. We're going to pack it. I'm going to talk to entrepreneur, talk to Toast. We're going to fill it with people that listen to this show, people from all over the earth that care about hospitality, care about hospitality storytelling, uh, people that are creators, not just entrepreneurs, but online storytellers. And uh, I'm going to give you the mic on center court, and I'm going to say, "Pitch us, pitch us your crazy idea of building the world's sickest pizza joint. What is it?"
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Pizza HQ, uh, the the idea of it came from, you know, uh, my partners and I were in the traditional pizza business. Um, My background is food manufacturing, uh, you know, and then joined the the restaurant industry. And, uh, you know, we had a traditional pizzeria. Uh, We built it up, uh, you know, high volume establishment. We were looking at scaling it to location two, location three, um, so forth and so on. And, you know, with that was, uh, you know, eliminating the bottlenecks, um, you know, putting systems behind it, uh, you know, really, uh, you know, creating a. uh, a very lean process and, you know, something that, that uh, has scalability behind it. Um, you know, some of the, the the pain points that we had was, uh, you know, very skilled labor, uh, especially with the pizza makers. Um, you know, uh, it comes at a high price point with that labor, but also more so it's just very hard to find. A um, uh, huge menu we had uh, at, at the time. Um, and, uh, you know, we were looking at, okay, how do we eliminate some of these things? We brought, uh, you know, we, we tested a bunch of different equipment for automation, um, bringing it into the back of the house. Uh, We slimmed down the menu to just pizza. Uh, That's all we do here. Uh, We're all about perfecting pizza. And uh, what we did is, you know, we we brought this same product that, uh, you know, was loved by the neighborhood. Uh, Again, a very high volume establishment. We brought it at uh, almost half the price point, um, much quicker speed. Um, And, uh, you know, with a much easier back-of-house infrastructure uh, and and a lot of scalability behind it. So, uh, you know, PCHQ, we rely heavily on technology. Uh, heavily on uh, back of house, um, you know, automation and and uh, you know the newest trends in tech um, to uh, bring you know the most efficient, quickest, low cost uh, pizza product that's uh, you know still not compromising the quality.
0: where you're not you, pizza robots.
1: Pizza robots, baby. Yeah, we. Uh, I I want to say, you know I, I, we're probably you know you see it popping up a little bit now uh, in, in the restaurant industry. I mean you know, a lot of this stuff on the food manufacturing side has been around in terms of the automation, right? But the restaurant industry, I think it just hit so recently. And um, I mean, you know, we we started here uh, last May. Um, so that's May 2022. And uh, yeah, at the time, I think we were the only or if not, like one of the very first uh, people bringing uh, this side of technology to on the restaurant side to uh, to pizza. Um, so, you know, it started with, uh, again, the, the skill side of, of pizza. It's uh, is stretching the dough, right? That, that's the hardest part. Um, yeah, I, there's, you know, guys that work for us that, uh, um, yeah, I, I couldn't sit there and fill their spot on a Friday night. It just is what it is, right? It's a very, it's acquired scale. It takes years of, uh, you know, experience uh, and it's not something we could train very easily. Um, and, it, you know, it's been a problem for us, right? Uh, it's very hard to find those guys. Um, and, uh, you know, if you lose them, you you Yeah. In a bad spot. So, uh, you know, that's, that's the one thing we wanted to eliminate and, you know, not to eliminate the job behind that, but to be able to bring anyone into that role and train them on it. Right. And be able to do that successfully. So, uh, we tried a lot of different, uh, dope presses, right. Uh, you know, what we didn't want to do, uh, was sacrifice quality. As I mentioned before, um, you know, there's a lot of presses that you press it down and, you know, it comes as like a frozen pizza or, you know, that type of setting. We really wanted to keep the authenticity of New York style pizza um, and really mimic the same product that we had at the time. Um, we were very successful with it. You know, we wanted to keep that going. We didn't want to um, streamline this into, you know, more of a commodity-type product. Um, so uh, we tried many different dough presses. Um, we, we went with uh, Capone uh, Pizza Press. has a beveled edge. You, you know, you have the crust. Uh, the, you know, the plates are heated, and, uh, you know, we were able to bring that into the process. And, I mean, it, uh, again, it, it fills in one of the hardest uh, roles to secure, um, and then, you know, followed by that, the pizza, you know, you can see on our, our website or, or Instagram, some of the renderings we had. But the pizza, you know, goes on a conveyor, um, you know, sauce, cheese is applied, toppings, pepperoni sliced fresh, um, goes on the pie. The user's inputting what, uh, what type of pizza it is. And then from there, it goes into a conveyor oven. Um, you know, in the conveyor oven, like, uh, you know, traditional pizza, you have deck ovens. There's hot spots. Uh, on a Friday night when a door keeps opening, the, the temperatures fluctuate, takes longer to cook. Um, and, uh, you know, we partnered with Hot Rocks. We actually just installed our sixth oven here uh, at our uh, Woodland Park facility, and we have another two-on-order at, at a, uh, a new facility that uh, we're opening up shortly. And, um, you know, it, it's when you think of conveyor ovens, right, you think of, uh, you know, some of the chains that use it where, where uh, you know, inside it's like a mesh, uh, and it's like kind of like a convection-cooked pizza. Um, but Hot Rocks uh, has a pretty unique product in the marketplace where um, once it gets onto the stone, it's actually cooking on black granite. Um and that you know that stone follows it through and, and uh it it creates a, like a New York style crust, right? A, a crust that's authentic to our market here, um, which consumers expect. Um, you know, one thing that you know we said from the beginning, right? We're not gonna be in business if the pizza's not good. Yeah, uh, that just is what it is, right? Um there's a very uh um you know high expectation of of quality and authenticity here. Um there's many different options, right? It's not like you know, pizza's hard to come by. There's there's a you know, pizzeria on every corner. Um, so, uh, you know, we we knew we had to put out a good quality product. Um, it, it took uh, a good amount of time and a lot of playing around with, you know, different equipment vendors to build that back of house infrastructure. But yeah, I mean, you know, jumping back to your original uh, point, pizza robots. I mean, you know, that's the idea behind it. Uh, we really wanted, uh, you know, tech driven, but very efficient uh, back of house. Um, you know and, and the idea that, like I said, one of our, uh, one of our pillars is price. Um, you know we're able to uh, achieve a very low price. point. our cheese pizza is ten ninety nine for a large buy uh, in the market here. Uh, you know on a low end, maybe starts at fifteen, goes up to nineteen. Um so it's you know it's priced very uh, aggressively. and uh, you know we're able to achieve that with you know really just again, creating a very efficient product and just focusing solely on pizza.
0: So currently, you have one shop up and operating and another shop that is soon to be open.
1: Yeah, we have uh, this facility here uh, in Woodland Park. This is our first facility. Um, again, we started, uh, I guess, a little over a year ago, almost a year and a half. Uh, we have a second facility down in Roselle, New Jersey, um, which is, you know, hopefully, yeah, deadlines are always a pushback. But, yeah, you know, we're, we're hoping, like, middle <laughs> of October to, to really be up running there, um, starting with, uh, you know, two ovens, and then we'll we'll ramp up. So um, that, that facility is a little larger. It's about five or 6,000 square feet, Um uh, you know, it was an old Dunkin' Donuts commissary, so it's like it's pretty interesting. You know, it's, a, it's like a kind of production facility feel, uh, it's built out, food grade, so it, you know, it worked for us. And uh, you know, again, the idea is to shift some of the volume down there, and uh, you know, just keep doing what we do. Well,
0: I think you know, when you and I first connected, we jumped on a call. I don't remember how we found each other—some a mutual friend, some some connection—but I remember. Talking to you and knowing that you were thinking about things differently. I mean, you're not even calling them restaurants, they're facilities. And, you know, I was telling you about the barbecue business that we were building and we were removing seats in our restaurant and adding more smokers. And you were telling me about the automation and trying to, you know, really get more quality pizza at a better price to more people in the local area and we both connected on that i'd love for you to talk a little bit about the economics behind why you're building this way and how someone that's listening to the show can possibly start to think a little bit differently about their business
1: yeah um the original spot that i was mentioning that uh you know where the idea here started um has a dining room uh yeah and Majority of the business, though, is, is delivery, um, pickup what's and the, delivery. What's the
0: percentage?
1: Uh, 80%, 90%? Yeah, probably about great over a little over 80% is uh, pickup and delivery. Um, honestly, it might even be a little higher than that. Uh, once COVID hit, we installed new pizza ovens there and, uh, you know, kind of took a little bit away from the dining room. So that that, that number might have dropped a little bit on the dining side. But, um, you know, with, with dining, one of the, like I said, my background is food manufacturing. One of the things I really liked about coming to the restaurant business was being able to interact with the guests, you know? So I, I, I do enjoy it. I enjoy the dining aspect of it and, you know, being able to talk to people and sit down at their table and, you know, um, really having that one-on-one interaction. But um, just, you know, going back to the economic side of it, right? You can only turn over a table within, you know, so much time, right? And, uh, you know, each ticket your, your ticket price. Um, whereas delivery and pickup, I mean, you know, it's as much as your kitchen can handle, you can push out there. And, you know, what we saw is, like I said, we added more pizza ovens there. Um, you know, we enhanced the, you know, backhouse infrastructure as much as we can to, uh, accommodate more volume. Um, and, you know, and, and there became a point where we got tapped out, uh, uh on, on a Friday night, we had four pizza guys and I mean, cranking, you know, it's, it, it's very hard, you know, to keep, to keep adding to it. Uh, you know, you start to run into mistakes and, and bottlenecks, but, um, you know, we, Built this over here. We, we don't offer any dining. It's just pickup and delivery. Um, you know, and and it's a little bit of a different model and a, bit, a little different like you know avatar for a customer. But uh, you know what we want is affordable pizza, right? We we bring pizza down to the price. Uh, you know we feel it should be. Um, you know, pizza's pr- probably I'd say one of the highest margin items on like a you know traditional pizza ria menu. Um, but uh, yeah, we we uh, um, you know built this our back of the house here to like really not have. Those peak uh, pain the the pain points on those peak hours. Um, our backup house here uh, with with the six ovens. I mean, we can run close to six hundred sixty. I mean, it's our forecast, right? We we uh, we'll see next week when we really start pushing it out. But we can run about six hundred sixty pies an hour. Um, we do uh, you know we we do have business also with like uh, you know some uh, we have corporate accounts and you know some other customers that uh, you know really enable us to push that kind of throughput out. Um, but on a Friday night you know, uh, there's never a two hour wait or an hour and a half wait for delivery. Um, you know, it's half an hour. We're out at your door. Um, pickup is always 15 minutes and it doesn't matter, right? Ticket comes in, bill gets pressed, goes through. And we, you know, within that, that amount of time, it's at the end of the oven and our customer's ready to pick it up. So, um, you know, that was something that was very, uh, you know, we, we, we relied on heavily when, when building this model is, you know, being able to, again, on a Friday night, have a pizza in half an hour over here. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's hard to get um, let alone being able to have five pizzas or eight pizzas uh, you know, within that time. And, and uh, uh, you know, being able to uh, accommodate the customer like that. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, back to the economics um, you know, we still, like I said, we took dining out of the equation. Um, we just offer pickup and delivery. And, you know, with being able to just have this kind of backup of house infrastructure, um, it, uh, it, you know, it enables better economics, right? We, you know, labor is reduced. Um, there's less, uh, you know, less bottlenecks in the process. Um, you know, and we're able to, again, just do what we do best to just make pizza and make it as efficient and, and cost-effective as possible.
0: How do you get corporate accounts?
1: Um, so my partner handles that side of the business, uh, sales, he's a beast, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, up until now, it's been a lot of just uh, cold calling and, you know, being able to fulfill a need that seemed to, uh, be there in a the marketplace. Um, we have a few different types of corporate accounts. Um, one of them is, uh, which is probably the most dominant one uh, is schools. Um, we're able to accommodate, like I said, just from our throughput standpoint, uh, you know, schools during lunch here in New Jersey, schools do pizza once a week. Uh, it's, you know, it's pretty standard. Uh, some schools do offer it every day. Um, and, you know, all those, all those uh, pies are going in within a, a period of, uh, you know, two hours or whatever it may be like uh, between the different lunch Um So, the market was very segmented when we came in. We saw, uh, we saw a big opportunity there. Um, that's actually one of the, the points that like segued us into like, all right, how do we like really produce a lot of volume like within a certain amount of time, right. And, and really build out these ovens and, and uh, whatnot. Um, but uh, you know, r- right now, you know, they'll go to different pizzerias. There's towns that we uh, there's this one town we just picked up uh, a contract with, but they, ordered from Domino's cause Domino's is the only one that could fulfill that many pizzas and the Domino's that could do it was a few towns over like a different territories. And they couldn't deliver because the franchising, uh, you know, uh, borders and whatnot. And, uh, you know, the school would actually go and pick up the pizza. So, um, you know, what we saw the market's very segmented schools are really struggling with pizzerias being able to do it on time. Right. That's, that's a critical component to pizza lunch it has to be there on time. Um, slices cut evenly. Um, uh, you know, so we we started seeing some of these uh, opportunities um, and, and tackling that market. And uh, between word of mouth, you know, we, that that part of the business has really grown uh, very quickly. Um, and then uh, corporate accounts, right? Like uh, trampoline parks, birthday party venues, car dealerships that you know, order regularly. Um, you know, these are our target customers all weekend long. We're going, uh, you know, going to these places and, and bringing pizza. Um, so yeah, that, that part of the business is, like I said, grown. Grown. Uh, it's been very nice for us. Um, you know and then the other side is, is the retail customer right and I know that comes from marketing and you know social media and, I mean you yeah, know you you know well yourself uh you know the different uh channels to, to bring that kind of type of guest in
0: tell me about social media social media
1: uh so when we first started this uh and I'm gonna say starting a business when we when we were putting together the business plan right like we had uh, you know these three revenue streams we had the schools we had the b 2 b uh we you know we sold the wholesale accounts and then uh you know, we had the, the direct to consumer, right. And we, you know, had this picture of like, okay, they're all going to grow in unison like equally and, and whatnot. Um, when we started, we really saw like just from, again, the opportunity I said with the schools, like that, that market has grown so quick and, uh, we kind of really had to put our attention there. And like, uh, you know, we started last May with, uh, 200 pies, um, you know, week over week on, on, uh, on uh, all our business and uh you know we're projecting I like next week it we should be somewhere around seven thousand. Um so like the business has grown dramatically um
0: <laughs> from yeah, two hundred pies honest, to Seven thousand,
1: 7, yeah and seven thousand
0: pies a uh, week
1: know, seven thousand pies a week yeah
0: come on you have <laughs> yeah, enough robots we, for uh, that no wonder you're opening up more uh, yeah.
1: facilities yeah we uh yeah we have we just, uh, purchased a lot more equipment, um, you know, within the past few months, um, stacking different machines together for, you know, we have some stuff for like higher throughput, uh, sauce, cheesers and, and all that. But, uh, um, yeah, it's a pretty cool operation. Um, we'll see if we have enough, you know, we're, uh, <laughs> we just keep adding on to it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we'll, we'll be doing 7,000, um, and uh, I forgot actually the original uh, where well, we were. Tell going me about with this. the, 7, well, the original... I mean, are
0: These are all Hot Rocks pizza ovens, or is it a combination of other pieces of equipment? Because like that's a huge contract with a with a with a brand. I mean that's a lot of trust. We have we use all hickory pits for our barbecue, and we went from one pit to two pits, and now we have four pits. Um, I wish we were doing seven thousand racks of ribs a week.
1: <laughs> yeah, and... yeah, we're we're pretty close closer to the Hot Rocks team. I mean they've been good to us um we've started with our first oven in may and like i said we just got a four five and six installed uh it was just last week so um so far so good you know uh we we like them we plan on growing with them um but yeah and you know to jump back to your original question i remember with social media so the the wholesale side of the business grew very fast and we didn't get a lot of time to um you know really spend on on the retail consumer um so just just uh now with summer slowing down some of the school business and you'll have a little more time on our hands we've uh we've partnered with uh targetable uh we use them for you know our our social organic social as well as uh paid ads and uh um you know we've just been starting to ramp up that past few months so uh yeah it's going well do do Um, they
0: do creative for also
1: yeah they we they do creative um it's funny all, all these things i i'm a very hands-on person right i i like doing you know stuff myself i have photoshop i have all these apps i'm not like an expert in any of them but i enjoy it and uh you know i always just get uh caught up in it i'm like all right this you know what, what i'm taking two hours for these guys can do in 10 minutes so uh we, we all afford it yeah they, they do all our creative um or most of it you know we, we have photographers coming in you know and at least just give them some of the content to to work with but uh they do our creative they do our posting um it's been going well you know it's it's that's a part of the business you know we've uh started like a few times like, we'll, we'll go hard with like all right let's you know let get good on instagram let's do reels once a week right it's cool like you know if they start trending you watch how many viewers you have um but it's something you really just have to stay consistent with and you know there's so many yeah. moving parts uh so it, it, it's tough so um it, it it's working well you know we i, I like just having them uh you know consistent three times a week they're they're posting you know we don't have to worry about it and then you know if uh, there's something cool in the middle of it you know we'll we'll post ourselves um uh, but you know at least we have a, a consistent uh um you know voice on on uh, organic channels
0: huge news toast our primary technology partner at our barbecue restaurants in san diego and the primary technology partner of so many of the guests that we have on this show have announced they are expanding their business offerings with google so now if you search on google maps and you sign up for toast tables or toast Waitlist, you will have the opportunity to improve the digital hospitality experience of the guest allow them to book through the maps into the toast reservation system one of the biggest difficulties that restaurant guests have is when they search for your restaurant and they want a table They do not have an easy solution to book a table or to get on a wait list. This is huge news for the restaurant industry, huge news for guests and huge news for you, the restaurant owner. Check out toast tables today and find out the new integrated solution that they have. This is something that we've wanted for a long time. How do you integrate reservations, wait lists into your point of sale? Toast has done it. Check it out. Have you gotten any pushback? from The other, yeah, pizza we,
1: shop uh, So, pizza shop owners, not too much. Nah, I, I, you not, know, I can think of maybe one or two very small examples, but uh, pushback, we got a lot from the consumers. Um, so when we really? first opened up, uh, our, our thing was you know, automation, right? I mean, I think it's like the coolest thing in the world, the partners, yeah. You know, uh, think so as well. Uh, and, you know, when we first opened up, we put on our windows, big vinyl rendering of like, you know, what we're going to have. And they always bring robots and everything. Um, We've got a lot of interest from <laughs> press. Um, you know, we we're on, you know, all like the mainstream media channels, uh, you know, North Jersey.com, a bunch of uh, newspapers and, and online presence. Um, and like initially there was just huge pushback. Like we were like taken back. It's like people just hated it. You know, um, they wanted to, the, they, they, what i think we failed to do a little bit in the beginning um you know, a little bit of a learning lesson is i, I don't think we pushed out really the authenticity and like the quality right we just went yeah. out on this like automation like i mean you remember when easy pass first came out like nobody went in those toll lanes right everyone boycotted it they didn't want it and you know now you can't live without it um are you talking about the, tol- similar, the
0: toll booth like, operator
1: the toll booth yeah yeah oh people want and it people i don't want know it. they're called easy pass <laughs> nationally but yeah um, you know, nobody wanted to go through those uh, the the lanes with the tag, right? Everyone wanted, uh, you know, boycott it. So, uh, and, you know, same thing like Amazon, right? There's a lot of pushback on Amazon. There still is, um, you know, came about. Um, people will adopt it. It'll take time, but you know, we want we went with this like very strong uh foot forward on automation and what we saw, you know, especially just being in the New Jersey, New York market, um, people didn't didn't uh see like the the authenticity behind it, right? And they they didn't they didn't, uh, you know, they did. They weren't aligned with it, um, so we, you know, a lot of like comments, like "No, thank you, get this out of here." They're gonna fail. Um, I have so many of them saved. I just print down. I just can't wait one day to like, you know, make a cool post about it. In like five years, like, <laughs> you know, like those uh those stories when you first start up and you know. All the that's pushback. why we but, document. That's why um, we
0: document everything.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's cool. It's uh it's motivation for sure. But um you know w- what we failed to do obviously as a brand was really push out there like hey this is a quality product at a lower price point um and it's you know it's made differently but it's made with the consumer in mind right like you know our, the automation that we have is um of course listen there's there's business advantages to it right you know we we bring it out for that but there's also consumer advantage right you get a consistent product every time right It's not going to be extra cheese one time and light cheese one uh, another time it's going to be the same amount of cheese right because you know the machines are are much more consistent in, uh, than than a hand person uh sorry a hand operator um and, uh, you know, we're able to deliver a better product. We're able to deliver way faster. We're able to deliver at a lower price point. And it's still that, that quality product. Um, I, I always give this example, right? I have a cousin in, in uh, Canada. And, uh, you know, the first time he came down, right, right, I talked to him all the time, and he, you know, uh, he talked about the business and whatnot. But the first time he came down, he tried it, like, wow, this is actually really good. Which, like, it shows, like, the, the initial perception is it may not be. Right? You know, it's just going to be like a manufactured product. So that was, like, an obstacle that we had to overcome. And, like, when I tell you, like, pushback, like, man, you go on some of these, you can still look at it, some of the initial press releases, um, you know, the comments are, like, terrible. Um, but, uh, you know, we've really changed the brand voice a little bit. Um, you know, we worked with Targetable on that. Like, alright let's 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 hold back. I'm not saying to hide behind the automation. You know, that's oh, what you worked with do, Targetable right? that's on model. that? Yep yeah but let, let's really push quality right let's really push some of the other pillars of our brand that are important that we want the consumers to see and uh you know the automation is just how we do it right that's not who we are we aren't you know just this automated brand and you know at the end of the day like the consumers don't care as much about that as they care about getting delicious pizza um but yeah you know fast forward like a year and a half like you know where the mouth spreads like people come here they love it they you know we get you know good reviews online and you know people in, in like the facebook groups and and uh you know we do tons of events with the community you know I, i'm sure you know too like how important that is and you know word about gets out and, and uh you know they see we're not just these like robots that are like running this company right we're like very involved with the community we got families we got kids like you know we love our customers and you know we just took a different approach to doing things um so yeah a lot of pushback it was uh, it was interesting you know there definitely like, the first few times we're like oof <laughs> you know a little uh, okay are we sure we want to do this you know this is like a little crazy like you know I feel like everyone's opposing you but um, it's cool to have like, you know, gotten through that and, or at least like getting through that, you know, and, and being able to, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that like stick up for us and like, no, you guys got to try it. That It's really good. Like the owners are super friendly. Um, you know, and, and we, we got that, uh, that image out there.
0: So one of the uh, coolest things about, for me, for doing this show is it allows me to connect with people like you, uh, people all over the globe that are running these incredible hospitality businesses. Um, It also allows us to connect with uh, hospitality technology companies that help uh, restaurant operators like yourself and myself. You shared a story with me that I was hoping you could uh, share with the audience, but um, anything that you've implemented recently that's been game-changing that... Uh, it doesn't have to do with pizza, but it has to do with, uh, the business of pizza.
1: Yeah. So, you know, we talked about the back of house tech, uh, and automation. Um, but you know, there's the above store, there's the, you know, the front of house technology. Um, and you know, we, we are committed to being like a tech forward brand, right? And we believe that helps us and enables us to, uh, you know, do, do what we're doing. And, you know, our, our slogan is like the future of pizza. Right. And, and, uh, you know, I, I think that fits appropriately. Um, Yeah, you know, the story you're mentioning, I've seen, uh, you know, you post a few times about Davo. Am I pronouncing that right? Davo? Yeah, it's Davo. Um, So, Davo, I remember the first time you posted it, you know, I was like, "Eh, it's interesting. Like, you know, what's the point of sales tax
0: automation?
1: (laughs) Just to give a background for for the listeners that haven't heard of it, you know, Davo is exactly like you said, sales tax automation, right? Files it for you. And, you know, whatever, I didn't think much of it. But, um, yeah, funny story, we, uh, you know, I mentioned we started last May. Um, we actually just got some financing from like a New Jersey uh, nonprofit organization. And, you know, we need a sales tax clearance. So I'm going through it. I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, you know, we haven't filed for like last three quarters our sales tax. And like like I said, you know, a lot of our businesses is uh, tax exempt and stuff like that. So, you know, whatever. I figured, you know, you file one for in, you know, the tax season and, and it's fine. Um, but I realized there's some fees and interest that come along with that. And, and <laughs> I mean... I was like, "Wow, this is terrible!" You know, just going through the numbers and trying to figure out where everything is. So I, uh, I remember, you know, you you mentioned that. I looked into it, and I was like, I couldn't really figure out how it would work. I was like, you yeah, know, how are they going to file it for me?
0: Yeah. And
1: uh, you know, no, like, because you have to put in your taxable income, non-taxable income. But um, I mean, lo and behold, we signed up. It was a super, super simple process. It took like five minutes, and uh, like so quick that I was a little skeptical. Like, am I onboarded already? Or is there, you know, is there more to this? <laughs> Man, every day they take out a little bit of money out of our bank for the sales tax. Like that's the one thing I look at the bank every morning and I like, smile. That's the only the only debit that comes out of there. I'm like, this is great. That's one less thing to worry about. I mean, one less thing.
0: They're so they're serious. doing their job.
1: Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, no, they're they're uh, kudos to them, man. It's such a great idea. <laughs> I mean, for I, I think it's like fifty bucks a month. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, you, you can't go wrong there. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I mean, just on the other side, right? I, I know we're both mutual users of Ovation. Uh, you know, Zach and the team there, they're, they're awesome. Like, you know, love Ovation. Um, you know, while we're on the subject of tech, right? You know, you know, they released their call to, uh, text. I believe that's, that's the term for it. But, uh, um, you know, for those listening, like someone calls in, right? The store right now, you know, things are going to choose. Jay, I'm going to help you. Um, you know, where Ovation has this feature now where you, you call in, like, place an order, press one, you press one and you get a text message with the online ordering link. I've uh, probably for like the past four weeks, I talked to Derek like a month ago and I've just been back and forth and I, you know, Rev, I, I talked to him about it. I've been picking everyone's brain. I'm like, is this, do we do this? Like, I, I don't want to disappoint the consumer. I feel like pizza is a little bit of a different industry than, you know, like a Chipotle, right? Everyone knows you have to order online Chipotle or you go there and try ready in like five minutes. We're a little bit longer of a ticket time. You know, we're about 10 to 12 minutes. So I, and people are accustomed to calling in their, you know, Friday night dinner at the pizzeria. Um, finally, I just you know I pushed over the edge like the last few days is talking to people and not so we're we're onboarding that but like you know things like that right it, it's 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 uh, it's important to you know at the end of the day look we're in the hospitality industry and it's important to make sure that you know while all this new tech is coming out and evolving that you know we do think of the consumers first right and how the you know the consumer experience right as the most important part you know before like the efficiency and and uh, you know how it helps the operation but um, you know there's there's a lot of a lot of cool new software. There's a lot of cool new platforms coming along. I mean, Ovation's an awesome one just with guest, uh, you know, guest uh, reviews and, you know, being able to hear the voice of the customer, right? I mean, there's there's customers that leave a four-star that, uh, you know, just say, hey, maybe something was wrong and maybe it happened like three or four times. Uh, you know they give us like a four star, but like you know they they would never go and review it online. it's just not important enough, but that helps us know hey there's there's a kink in our process we've been forgetting something you know we're able to to hear that that voice of uh of the customer and, you know it's more and more important, especially as you go more digital and you know have online ordering and you know there's less interaction with the guests to be able to you know really get a feel for their pulse on you know their level of satisfaction with you, your brand um and whatnot.
0: Can you share some advice with any new dads or new moms that are in the hospitality business and how to how to balance our our crazy lives with uh, with our family <laughs> life?
1: Uh, let's put it this way: if your spouse isn't supportive just don't do it <laughs> no. um, I, you know i'm super super fortunate my wife is awesome she's uh she gets it uh, you know she's a hustler herself. she's in sales but uh um look there's a lot of hours there's a lot of demand right uh, you know the thing about the hospitality business is you know your peak points are friday nights and weekends and you know times where everyone else is off and spend time with families um advice i can give and you know i i've played both sides of the spectrum here and realize that one's way better than the others, you know, you just have to create that balance, right? You have to time block, you have to create that balance. It is so easy and uh, inevitable if you don't control it for your whole day to get taken and just, you know, I can sit here and spend 15 hours for the next 20 days. I just won't catch up on everything. Right. Uh, You know, it's about prioritizing, um, you know, just keeping a calendar and and just blocking that time out for family, blocking a personal timeout, you know, uh, hiring help as needed. Right. You know, it's, you know, the, you fill in the positions, right? You save on your margin, obviously, but, uh, you know, it's just not worth it. You know, if you don't have that work-life balance, it's uh, you know, what, what are you doing for it, right?
0: What are the, what's the big goal for Pizza, Pizza HQ? If we look back on this interview five years from now, what will you guys have built?
1: Take over the world, baby. No, nah. uh, we, <laughs> we plan on keep growing. We're, uh, you know, at a rapid rate right now, tons of pivots, you know, even just looking over the last year of, uh, of the direction, um, but we are, you know, really just trying to be the pioneers in, in the future of pizza. Um, we're constantly testing out new equipment vendors, new, you know, back of house technologies, new front of house technologies. Um, you know, one thing that's like unison with, with uh, my partner's eyes, like we're down to try anything. Right. Um, you know, when, when you're a pioneer in the industry, there's going to be like a lot of uh, trouble with it. Right. There's, there's, you know, things break, right. When you're first to use it, you got to deal with those kind of things. But um, if you're, if you're down with that, and you know you have that that tolerance level, and you know there's there's a great upside, right? Being like the first to, to market with a lot of these cool new technologies. So yeah, five-year plan. You know we're continuing our growth trajectory. Um, we really want to take over on, uh, you know, the 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 local market with you know uh, a, a cost-effective, authentic New York-style pizza. Um, you know we're not, we're not trying to be the next Domino's. Uh, you know we're we're not like a local mom and pop pizzeria, right? We're right in the middle of the road. We want the authentic product that the customers want. Um, and create it with like all the corporate appeals of speed, efficiency, and uh, and low cost. Um, but yeah, over the next five years, man, we all have to just take over like the market in northern uh, northern half of New Jersey, at least.
0: Well, I have a challenge for you. Is, there, is it possible for you and your partners to start documenting this, this testing that you're doing with these vendor partnerships? I know it's not B2C content, but the B2B content is a huge opportunity, especially when you're a disruptor in the space
1: yeah definitely. um yeah we had a consultant early on, Ryan Graen, uh great guy he uh he told us like you know before we even started it, document everything, take pictures like you know you're gonna look back and, like it's it's uh yeah, it's cool just to have that journey and, um, yeah, you know, we did a few times that we, we lose track of it. But no, I, I do think it's super important. I, uh, I accept
0: the challenge. <laughs> you accept the challenge. Well, uh, uh, anybody that's listening yeah. to the show, the reason we put on this show is to meet with people like you that are playing the game within the game. Um, you're disrupting the pizza space. You're teaching restaurant owners, um, food manufacturers that we're all playing the same game. You know, we're all trying to build sustainable, profitable businesses that allow us to spend time. I know you have girls. Uh, I want to spend time with my kids. I want to do Things like this, it's it's Labor Day for me, but there's nothing I'd rather do than sit here and uh, have a conversation like you, like this, where you and I we get to you know hopefully help one restaurant out there that you know starts to look at their business a little bit differently. Can you tell me a little bit about the the delivery side of the business? Do you have your own pizza drivers, or are you using third party deliveries? How, how do you guys manage that?
1: Um, a l- little bit of both. Uh, we do have our own delivery drivers. Um, you know, we flirted with the idea of, of really outsourcing everything uh, to third-party deliveries. But the thing is, we do utilize that labor also while they're inside to make boxes and, you know, help with other stuff. So um, we we have a pretty lean team on the delivery side. Uh, we do use some contract drivers or a lot of contract drivers, I guess, to fulfill, like, you know, some of the schoolers or, or just, like, single runs. Um, but, you know, I, I've been, uh, the past month or two, um, been seeking out and, you know, talking to some other players that are uh, – in a third-party delivery space is, you know, develop a partnership. Um, I, I think as we grow, uh, that becomes a, a bigger and bigger challenge is, you know, being able to source delivery drivers, especially within like a small, you know, you only need them for a few hours a day or you know, you're not offering like a full-time position. Um, so it'd be nice to, you know, be able to leverage someone else's platform that, you know, has other volume that, uh, you know, then we can kind of fill in gaps, uh, you know, with drivers for them. So, uh, we, but, you know, we, we do, when when uh, we run short on drivers, uh, we, uh, we, we. We use Day for our uh, delivery um, platform. And, you know, right through there, it's pretty seamless. You call Uber Eats, call DoorDash driver. You can see how long till they come, the exact cost of uh, of the service. Um, very, uh, very simple. So we, we do that sometimes during peak times. We run out of drivers. And then, uh, yeah, right, as of right now, we, we have our own uh, small fleet as well.
0: It's awesome. Uh, So every single week on Wednesday and Friday on the social audio app clubhouse, you the listener, you can join us 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. That's Wednesday, Friday. It's a chance for you to be on a live show, us to hear your story about your restaurant. If you're a food creator, if you're in sales, marketing technology, uh, we have digital hospitality leaders from all over the globe, but uh, we also do a social shout out Um, this week, social shout out. Usually I pick someone, but I'm not going to pick anyone because I hope it's you, the listener. If you have a a toast story. If you just onboarded toast, um, if you use toast in your restaurant, then send me a message on Instagram at Sean P. Well, S H A W N P W A L C H E F. I S H a W N P W a L C H E F. Um, I want to hear some toast stories, some toast unboxings, and, uh, you could possibly make it onto this show, uh, or our other show, digital hospitality. We'd love to hear from you. The listener, uh, Jason, can you give me a social shout out one person on your team that you want to give some love on entrepreneur? Uh, my team, one person.
1: Um. Yeah, I'm gonna give a shout out over here to uh our uh, first employee, and uh he uh yeah he's our right hand and in, in the back of the house. His name is Gabe. Um, he came in day one. Uh, you yeah, know we we underestimated completely. You know what it was going to be like. We, you know, we didn't have the right equipment and. Um, Well, yeah, at the end of the production run, right, there was pieces on the floor, Uh, you know, we didn't have a docker, there's bubbles coming out of them. Um, He came in the first day, and I was looking for a job and started there and, you know, helped us (laughs) start with cleaning out the kitchen. But uh, he's been here from the beginning. And, you know, he's a team, uh, team hustler. So uh, definitely give him a shout out.
0: I love it. Uh, So we believe in smartphone storytelling. This is a chance for us to get a little bit deeper inside of uh, Jason's uh, smartphone usage. I want to know, are you an iPhone or an Android user? iPhone, iPhone. What version?
1: Uh, iPhone 10,
0: iPhone I 10. Do you believe, uh, do you, do you prefer text or emails or phone calls? Text, text. text. Uh, how many emails do you get a day? 50, 50. How many do you enjoy? So
1: I have two, two inboxes through the primary inbox. You know, not, yeah. not the junk one about 50. I mean, I enjoy reading about like four. <laughs>
0: uh what's your favorite social media app instagram instagram uh do you are are you a cord cutter or do you still uh follow watch direct tv
1: uh not much of a tv guy but you know when i do it through the apps
0: it's through the apps got it uh what's your least favorite app
1: least favorite app oh that's a good one um that's the ones that just keep giving notifications. That uh, <laughs> <you> know, <are laughs> which ones
0: annoy day. you the most?
1: Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Mail. So I have two inboxes: I have Gmail and Mail. Mail is like the yeah you know, the the,
0: the catchall, the,
1: the junks and the sign up. So yeah, that that one's uh, it's terrible.
0: <laughs> um, what's your favorite app for your store?
1: Pizza HQ app. <laughs>
0: yeah. How? Who, who builds the Pizza HQ app?
1: Uh, it's through Incentivio
0: perfect well, so they, why we have
1: our app our, our loyalty good
0: why do you why do you like them
1: so we originally chose them uh because of some of the functionalities behind it uh the seamless integration with toast um and we you know they, they have a pretty cool robust loyalty program for you know early stage right I, I, you know there's there's bigger companies that you know come at a higher price when um, have a lot more bells and whistles but um, yeah, I think, it, you know, you download our app and look at it. It looks professional. Um, there's, there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of creativity that we can still put to play on, on our side. Um, and it works right. Simple to use works well, integrates right into toast. Um, yeah, I love it.
0: Why did you guys pick toast?
1: So at, uh, the other location I was mentioning earlier, we did not have toast. Um, we used hunger rush, great system for, it used to be revenge great system for pizza um, great delivery, uh, you know, uh, platform on there, but very closed. Uh, so you have to use their app. It, you know, it, it wasn't the best app. It worked. Uh, you, you got a lot of customer complaints actually with, you know, it's difficult to use or, or things, uh, of that nature, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, pick toast, you know, we, when we were looking over here, we were vetting a few different ones, pick toast, just because of the, um, you know, open functionalities with it. Uh, one it's, you know, it's best in class It's called what it is. Right. Uh, you know, between the menu and, and the back of the back end it's, it's super simple to use um but the most appealing thing about toast was right like you know if you don't like the delivery that's fine bring in your own right we use shift day for delivery uh i prefer it over the toast delivery platform and uh it's literally a click of a button and entering a code and, and it integrates with toast no problem so now you know you can't expect one service to be the best at everything so you know the little pieces like for instance you know toast online ordering is awesome um toast takeout and whatnot but we do use I, I think it's. Uh, you know those guys just focus on the app they just focus on on the word they just focus on loyalty right um whereas toast is you know the central brain but it, it we chose toast because of the ability to connect all these different tech partners um super easy and uh, uh you know super effectively
0: if someone's listening to this and they're dreaming about getting into the pizza business what is your advice for them
1: do it now uh,
0: <laughs> just do it
1: <laughs> it's fun it's fun
0: go raise a Look, bunch of money know, and go open it. up a shop
1: yeah don't do it uh with automation <laughs> stay out of jersey no it''s, <laughs> it's uh look, it's super it's super fun super rewarding so uh-huh. I, my backgrounds food manufacturing i've I've been in so many different industries from meat and poultry to candy to you know bread um i the, the thing about pizza that's just fascinating to me is like it's an art right you know it's, it's part of our mission statement is, like you know we're obsessed with the art of making pizza um the dough, the complexity with the dough from the, you know, your hydration levels to, you know, your fermentation period to, um, you know, the 30 different types of flowers I mean probably way more different types of flowers you can put in it. Um, you know, there's so many, so many variables that, uh, you know, it, it's an art, right. And you, know, you can get obsessed with it and you want to tweak it more and more every day. Um, so it's fun. It, it's super rewarding. Um, you know, there's no two people out here that have the same pizza, right. There's something different. Um, but you know, listen, it takes dedication, right. It's, it's, there's, you know, like we talked about the weekend and nights, um, as anyone else in the in the hospitality business, uh, you know, deals with. But
0: that's awesome, man! Well, we chase have, your
1: dreams if you're into it, chase of dreams.
0: Chase the dream. Uh, if you guys want to follow them, where where's the best place for people to follow along the journey? Support you guys.
1: Uh, definitely Instagram or uh, go on our website. It's pizza-hq.com and do our email sign up. Uh, you know, we post at least once a week, uh, you should have an email blast for people to follow, but yeah, Instagram and, and uh, over there.
0: And when are you guys getting on TikTok?
1: Uh, see, I keep giving
0: I you do homework like, assignments. You like that? Months. You like coming, you like you know coming what? on this show?
1: <laughs> yeah. Another challenge. It's no, we, we, we a TikTok giving
0: we, you homework assignments.
1: We, <laughs> <laughs> we signed up for it when we started and we're trying to like break in and find the password. <laughs> um we might just have to like get a new channel like, we we have like one post on there between me and my partner we can't find out who who uh actually signed up we're trying to have uh, an email to reset the password but that's fantastic uh we'll be on tiktok that's <laughs> we'll prioritize that one too
0: no, you're all good, man. We uh, we appreciate it. If you guys want to connect with me, it's at Sean P. Walchef, S H A W N P W A L C H E F. Easiest way is on Instagram. Send me a message. Uh, ask us some, any question you'd like answered on the show or uh, just connect with us. Come up on Clubhouse every Wednesday, every Friday. It's a chance for you to tell your story. No one's coming to tell your story. Use that smartphone in your pocket. And uh, if you're in Jersey or even if you're not, no matter where you are, check out Pizza HQ and uh support these guys they're they're building something special and we're we're excited that we had you on so early on in the journey can't wait to see what you guys build next
1: yeah appreciate it sean pleasure to come on. you, you had some uh and some pretty impressive guests so <laughs> it's uh it's a pleasure to sit here with you
0: yeah you got it man appreciate you the best way that you can help us with the show is to subscribe and write a review We love the opportunity to connect with you. No matter where you are on the globe, no matter what restaurant you are running, please send us a DM on social at Sean P. Walchef If you are interested in toast, if you want to improve your digital hospitality, please send me a DM. I will get you in touch with a local toast representative. We appreciate you listening to this show. The best way that you can help the show is share it with a friend and we will catch you all next week or we will see you on one of the digital playgrounds that we call social media.